Guess who's back? Guess who's back? back Welcome back to the Cole and Noah, our friends. Episode 6. Podcast. Woo! Noah, I want you to know every time I edit our podcast, um, up until episode 5 and this one, episode 6, every time we introduce it, you go, Woo! <laughs> I've intentionally done that. But then last episode I didn't do it. Yeah. I said episode five. We so broke the streak. But that's, that's one right. of my favorite um Ooh. one of my favorite things in the editor is to just hear the Woo! Ooh. So when we <laughs> so when we record, we've got two different uh tracks. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when I put it in the in in the computer, I'll take it off the SD card, I'll put it on my computer, and then I'll open it up and I have two different audio files mm-hmm. and I'll just open one of them to make sure I got it safely onto the computer. Yes. And because it's two different audio tracks a lot of the times you you won't like if it's if it's your track i'm mm-hmm. listening to i won't hear me talking for the first couple of seconds so it's just silence <laughs> and i'm like that's it that's the right one <laughs> we got noah we got him so ladies and gentlemen we yeah. got him <laughs> gosh so uh last week parentheses air quotes which we totally gave away that <laughs> we this is a second episode we're recording back to back. So oh, yeah, so that we can be ahead of schedule. Um, One thing I forgot to talk about. I'm gonna say it now because we don't need to dwell on it. Mm. My fan casting idea for Batman Beyond. <gasps> yeah, I think, but I think there's rumors that this person is gonna be in the Marvel universe. Of course. Uh oh. I think it would be so sick for Joe Keery. I think is his last name. The guy who plays Steve, the world's best mom, um, Steve <laughs> from Stranger Things. For him to be Terry McGinnis in Batman Beyond. I'm not babysitting again. He would be so good. I love Steve. As Batman Beyond. Yeah. He'd be so good. Yeah. Man. Can I just say, I really did not, do not, still don't want Steve and, uh, what's her name? Robin? Nancy? Nope. Nancy. Nancy! I don't want them to get back together. I don't. Yeah, it just, Steve had such a cute dream though. Bunch of little Rugrats in an RV. I love Steve. I love Steve, and I love Nancy, and I, I don't know why I don't remember any of these people's names, but who is Nancy dating again? What's his name? Will's brother. Uh, right? <laughs> oh, man. I normally know it. Um, Purple Palm Tree Delight. <laughs> <laughs> I know Argyle, for sure. I didn't forget Argyle. Argyle's name. Argyle is one of my favorite. Whoa, oh, dude. Argyle's the, the Robin. Is that He's, Ocean Pacific? Is <laughs> No, it's not, but it totally looks like Ocean Pacific. You should put pineapple on your pizza. Um, try it. Try it. Don't try, try it before you deny it, bro. <laughs> he's, Argyle. He's Another guy Robin. who was introduced who everyone loves who did not die. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for I'm Argyle saying. in Stranger Things. Seriously, Argyle's the best. What is his brother's name? Holy relief. moly. Will and... Will and... Jonathan. Jonathan. Okay. Jonathan I was gonna say Byers. Joseph, but that's not right. Jonathan Byers. I want here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. I loved when Nancy left Steve because Steve was a jerk. Yep. And Jonathan got Nancy because I was like, oh, that's awesome. He's like, she's totally out of his league. And um that is honestly how I resonate with that feeling so much. Same. And so I was just excited because I was like, yeah, Jonathan the nerdy guy matters and matters enough that the girl is like, yeah, I, I want this dude. Um, and I love that. And now Steve is like grown up and matured and everybody loves him. I love he Steve. He became Hawkins best mom. He did Hawkins best mom. And there's a competition. 
But I still love Jonathan. I still love that Jonathan and Nancy. Everyone remember next Mother's Day to leave your uh, leave your barbed wire bats out for world's best mom, Steve Harrington. <laughs> Is that like a, a hashtag trend thing or something? No, but that would be hilarious. That would be great. Leave out your barbed wire bats and cookies for <laughs> Steve Harrington. <laughs> for him to leave your mom a nice gift. <laughs> that feels bad. That feels real bad. Yeah, it does. That didn't, I don't feel good about that. <laughs> but. Anyways. Um, sorry, I just had to say that. I do understand that, though, because I, I do like Jonathan, but just Steve has done so much growing up, and he's just so he good has. now. And that dream. He's that so good. Dream. It's such a cute Six dream. Six little rugrats. Such an adorable the, dream. The, Here's the thing. All with mullets. I'm frustrated. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I'm frustrated with Jonathan's character because he's like, just doesn't have the stones to be like, hey, I didn't get accepted to this college, so we're not going to be able to be physically together do you still want to date? I know that's going to be hard. Like, I'll just like slowly, quietly break up with her over time. I hate that. I hate that so much. I'm like, I need you to be better, Jonathan. Be better. Fix yourself, Jonathan. Fix yourself. Fix it. All right. So, yeah, that's where I'm at with those characters at the moment. I know last episode was Stranger Things, but Stranger Things has just bled into pretty much every episode we've done, except for like one. Yeah. So. Cool. Yes. Tell me a little something about Miss Marvel and why I should watch it. Okay. Did you like Spider-Man Homecoming? Yes. Then watch Miss Marvel. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I it took me all of three minutes before I was like, I am here for this show. I'm here for it because immediately it's like uh, it it, ge- it gave me uh, homecoming vibes. It gave me like, okay, this is a show that like gets young culture, gets youth, like high school vibe. Not that I am in high school or want to be in high school, um, but it, it it I'll tell you what my fears were going into. How old is Kamala Khan? Kamala Obviously Khan, high school. She's in high school. Um, Freshman, sophomore, somewhere. I I want to get. This is a guess. I think she's like maybe fifteen. Or okay, so like freshman, sophomore. Yeah. I think she's sixteen. Okay, actually, maybe. But it's um, well, it's it's everything that w- when we were talking about Miles Morales a couple episodes ago. Um, and how I just really appreciated the way that Miles Morales is a Spider-Man who gets to be a superhero, but also gets to have a unique identity that is, that feels authentic to what a, a young black man would experience in that setting, right? You have, there are times in shows and I think honestly, anybody who comes from anything remotely close to a semi-conservative background as a christian which is like us um you you go into shows from disney and you are wondering in star wars also um which i guess is disney you just you go into stuff now and you're going am i going to get virtue signaled crazy Mm. hard or am i going to get to see a really good story that that also makes room for different kinds of people to have their authentic experiences, even if their lifestyle and their worldviews and their beliefs are different than mine. Um, and the hardcore virtue signaling are the ones where people are like, I can't stand this. I'm out of here. Right. And that was my, that's where I felt some of that with captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, that's not a great story and not a super well done character miss. And I was afraid miss Marvel was going to be yeah. more of that. 
It is not. I also had a bad taste in my mouth about the show because the Avengers game was so bad, and it centered very heavily on Miss Marvel or Kamala Khan. Yeah. So I had a bad taste in my mouth about that. Yeah. Because I was like, I, I don't care about this hero. I don't know who this hero is. Yeah. And also, she was like a star of this Avengers game, and that Avengers game was absolute beans. Beans. There's nothing good about that game. (laughs) Like it was just bad. (laughs) It was a bad movie. It was a bad video game. It's still a bad video game. Yeah. No, it's a great show. It does, um, it's just quirky in a way that's like, it does a really good job of wrapping in what is relevant right now in culture. Like there's some, there's like YouTuber and influencer and uh, like just people having social media culture. But it doesn't feel shoehorned. It doesn't feel shoehorned. No, it feels real. In fact, it feels so real. It makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, as a youth pastor, I'm watching these fictional students get hung up on how many followers this other kid has in school and how people treat her differently because of it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't handle this because this is real life. (gasps) I love this so much. It's super duper good. And And is it about her? Does she have her powers right away or does she like come to have them? Um, Come into terms with them or like a little bit of both like i don't want to i don't want to spoil it yeah the the way they explain her powers is pretty legit it's um that's another thing i was afraid of i was like there here's my honest confession time and the wrong person will judge me and maybe try to cancel me um but you're all the right people so please don't um my honest fear was okay this is disney's attempt to say how do we take a muslim female character and make her our archetype for like She's just she's just going to re- she's going to be a bottle of representation for us and we're going to make sure everybody knows how they ought to feel about her and what is good and what is bad and yada yada yada. Um and uh it, you just you don't get that. What you get is what I imagine is a a a young girl who is Muslim, who's got family from Pakistan, who well whose family is all uh Pakistani, but they talk a lot about the partition, which is I knew nothing about. And then after watching the show, I was like, "This is a real thing." And Kylie and I were doing some research. I still want to do more. I kind of want to talk to Haroon about it, actually. Yeah. Um. But um. Just the the challenges of like people from Pakistan dealing with their Indian heritage, but not being Indian because they're technically Pakistan. But that mm. just, like a whole ton of stuff that when you're watching it you're going like this feels real this feels like i'm watching a real person struggle with the real issues of i live in uh, it takes place in jersey city so she's like i'm a young girl who lives in jersey city and jersey city culture young girl like high school girl jersey city culture is not the same as the culture my parents are like like, a young girl in pakistan would yeah 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 so the the pressures i feel from them are different than the things i want or even the pressures i feel from school and you don't get a strong like hey one of these is right one of these is wrong you just get to see a character struggle with trying to figure out who am i in the process plus marvel fun plus superpowers plus a story that just feels good it's nice dude it's it is actually one of my favorite shows right now it is so good although the cgi is buns Oh boy! (laughs) You don't watch it for the special effects. (laughs) It's probably better than the CW shows. Have you ever seen the Leroy Jenkins clip of like Legends of Tomorrow? Um, no. There's an Instagram page who, whenever he does Q and A, somebody says, "You know I'm here," and then he posts the clip of (laughs) this Leroy. You know the Leroy Jenkins meme from forever ago. Yep. They use that 
in the Legends of Tomorrow clip with a hero as they're fighting against these aliens and the CGI in the show is just a bit. Sure, sure. I'll show you the clip and it's horrible. I can't even really laugh about it because it's bad. Yeah. And a lot of the CW shows have a lot of just bad. Yeah. Mostly bad. But. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Then yeah, I'll probably go and watch it. And go all episodes it. are out, which is good. So I honestly think that helped too. Really? But, Not yeah. Waiting. If I we didn't really get to talk about how I felt about Kenobi mm-hmm. much. Um, I have lots of negative feelings towards the Kenobi mm-hmm. show, and I think part of it is because I didn't get to binge it. I think if mm-hmm. you it, when when you watch him ep- one episode a week, you have <laughs> honestly you have too much time to pick apart all the things you don't like about it. Yeah. And there's you don't know how it's going to end yet. Versus, if oh. you get to you get to binge through, which is ad, admittedly unhealthier. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and what our culture has created. Yeah, if you're able to watch through the whole thing, like we were able to sit down and watch three episodes of Miss Marvel, and then another three the next day, and I loved it because it gave me the space to go. What happens next? I can find out right away, and I'm not too hung up on. Well, since I have to wait, how did I feel about this episode? Now, part of it's yeah. also probably because I think it was just a way better show. Also, I think that that helped me with Obi Wan because everyone was super uh, pissed off about the third sister. Yeah. In Obi Wan. Yeah, people are angry about third sister. And I knew something more was coming, but then as you like, I was able to see all that play out mm-hmm. pretty much right away, mm-hmm. um, and that helped a lot. I was like, wow, what an interesting story she has of like being one of the younglings yeah. and like having to play dead, basically lying under her friend's like yep. body. And she's only getting up in the ranks so she can kill Vader. Yep. And that's it. It yep. was like a wild progression. Yep. And I didn't really understand all the hate. And even watching it, I didn't understand all the hate. I was like, I'm so confused as yeah. to where all the hate for this character is coming from. I think the honest truth is about most Star Wars fans is uh, we just don't have patience for Star Wars. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Star Wars is that thing that, and a lot of it is because of stuff that has come out of Star Wars that's just bad. Yeah. Um, but there's so much of a desire to want to love it. Mm-hmm. And also impatience with it mm. because people are like, I want you to just finally be good for me, please. Yeah. Um, and I think they get enough doses of really good Star Wars when like John Favreau and Dave Filoni do stuff yep. um, that there's the hope for more. But then when it's just not meeting certain people's expectations, uh, they're so quick to be like this. I hate this. I can't. Mm. Nope. No, thank you. And it's, it's not fair to Star Wars because... <laughs> You, your spectrum of fandom is yeah. so broad you'll be killing it with one group and the other group is like uh uh no way no way jose i hate this and we're like we're not even done with the series yet guys. Oh, hold come on. on listen we didn't break canon the guy's not actually dead just wait till the series is over you psychos <laughs> cole speaking of star wars i'm glad we're here oh. because this is another thing somebody wanted to hear you go off on and I'll start because my thoughts are oh, much buddy. shorter. Okay. <laughs> this, the sequels. The Star Wars sequels. We're talking about episodes 7, 8, and 9, I right? believe that is what I think they Good. they made it because the, there's, the original there's the original trilogy. Then it goes to the prequels. Yep. Then it's the sequels. Yep. Right? That's how they're labeled? Correct. Kind of? Okay. So, again, as I've stated numerous times on this podcast, not huge into Star Wars, but I've watched, I think, all of them. I think. I don't know. I don't know that I've seen the first trilogy uh, all the way through every movie the original trilogy. yeah the original trilogy okay. truthfully um which whatever um sure the sequels i saw all in theaters uh i think force awakens i went and saw with tyler weichel someone else who was with tyler tj bliss and then myself and i sat next to tj and i found out tj bliss can't do late movies he fell asleep next <laughs> to me 
He did the same thing during Black Panther too. <laughs> um, he can't do late movies. <laughs> TJ is a sleep. TJ is a sleepy boy. I forgot t- about TJ in movies. Late movies. That's specifically. not the only person I've heard say I TJ, tried to show TJ this movie and he just. Fell TJ asleep. is a sleepy boy. He's a sleepy boy. Love him oh, to bits. We love you, He's TJ. a sleepy boy for late movies. He stayed awake for all of Batman though. Good. But his girlfriend was also there, so he's probably like, I don't want to fall asleep in a movie next to her. She'll laugh at me. <laughs> his fiance, it's not his girlfriend. Congratulations, TJ. You're Congrats engaged now. I'm so excited for you. Yep. Um Don't leave us, please. I actually am so excited for you. That sounded sarcastic and whatever. I'm not. I'm very I told you how excited I am. So you saw Force Awakens. You didn't yes. go with the large group from NCC? No. No, because I wasn't really I think that was near the end of my time at NCC, and so I was just very jaded and just wanted nothing. I yes. was in my apartment. As I the majority of NC graduates eventually yeah. became. Especially if you're married and you don't live in the dorms. You're just like, I have my friends, but I also have my wife, and I'm sad that I'm here. <laughs> 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 I just want to have a job uh, in a church and not have to be here anymore. Nebraska Please don't Christian make me College. write another history of the restoration movement. May she write. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Please. So, uh, but yeah, so I went and saw Force Awakens, thought it was fine, pretty cool. Sure. I uh, went and saw uh, Last Jedi. Yes. Thought it was whatever, fine, I whatever, guess. Whatever, fine. It was fine. Great. Uh, went and saw Rise of Skywalker, and I thought it was cool. It felt like a massive two and a half hour apology. Um, <laughs> really wanted to see Hayden Christensen at the end of the movie, um, but I thought it was cool. Um, I thought Kylo Ren going from bad to good or basically yeah. good to bad to good again yeah i always love a redemption story so i thought that was cool vader had a similar thing obviously um which i think was cool yeah. um but yeah didn't have a ton of backstory going into them um i thought they were well done um at least in terms of like a cinematic standpoint but i know how everyone feels about the last jedi i know how everyone feels about that movie the last I Jedi. also the whole thing of like who were raised parents who were and then the coming out they were nobody <laughs> they were it's nobody like, uh, uh, excuse me you did all of this all of this build up for years yeah. for you to just be like nah psych just kidding and then the apology movie yeah we're like just kidding about just kidding hey just kidding she her parents are actually they matter I, it all does matter yeah so cole now that we got that out of the way <laughs> what are what are your feelings about the star wars sequels and Correct me if I'm wrong. Your favorite Star Wars movies are the prequels, right? Um, and maybe I'm wrong. I just remember you saying like you don't, you're not anti the prequels. I'm not anti the prequels because like you grew up going to see those. I did. Obviously, I'm, I'm anti Episode Two of the prequels because it I is so bad. That. I have heard that. Um, I don't know. I honestly haven't rewatched the originals in a while, so mm-hmm. I can't. I can't do the whole ranking thing because it's just been too long. And I've been so deep in like rewatching the prequels and watched all the way through the Clone Wars trilogy and watched the Bad Batch and Mandalorian and yada yada yada. Are so you gonna watch Andor? I will watch Andor. Is um, that the prequel to for, or Rogue Squadron or Rogue, Rogue One? One? Rogue yes, Squadron I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it looks like the prequel to Rogue One, which is so cool because it, they're tying in like Saw Gerrera is in there and Saw Gerrera is from Clone Wars, okay. but also like he's a he's a relevant character in Star Wars lore and um, all that stuff. Um, I All that to say, the prequels, I can't say they're my favorite yet. I want to say probably one of the originals is my fave, yeah. um, but I haven't seen it in so long that I can't. I can't make that statement. So, so I don't your know. favorite is indeed Last Jedi. Is More what you're to saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate the Last Jedi <laughs> so much. Here's here's let me let me let me come at this from a pastor's. I hate the Last Jedi <laughs> so much. 
Let me come at this as a pastor and from maybe a leadership perspective. I don't know. I feel so bad for the actors for the sequels because they're phenomenal actors. Yeah. And I was super pumped when I found out Daisy Ridley was going to be a main character. And I was not shocked. I was surprised because I didn't dig. I'm not a person who's like, I want to figure out about the script before it comes out. So when it came out, like, oh, she's the Jedi. I totally thought Finn was going to be the Jedi. And they made it look that that way. And I loved that. I thought that was, what a cool twist. I love Ahsoka Tano from like there's some really dope female character jedis who have awesome stories who are awesome heroes and i was ready for that i was like totally give us a female jedi main screen like i I, i'm i'm here for that Mm -hmm. um and they're really great actors and there's so much potential in the stories they could have written and what we got instead was episode seven a rehash of episode four Episode eight, the, hey, everything we set up in episode seven, just kidding. This this exists to undo that because, I don't know, like, whatever the, the, the phrase that was going around that was, like, basically not delivering on expectations or whatever. And uh, it was garbage. Um, and then episode uh, nine. Yeah. Which was, just kidding about just kidding. Here's more fan service to we're sorry sorry sorry. so you've got you've got these phenomenal actors who i think were given really crap scripts and you have a trilogy that has no unity between its directors so whoever cast the vision for that thing just that that was a big nope i think no idea what they were doing had no idea and it's hard because unfortunately so much of star wars now is used to do virtue signaling stuff and it's like Ray's character could have been so awesome, um, but she never had to go through the hero's journey. No, nope. like she never had to really struggle, never had to really uh, like discover really her power. She's given so much power right away in the beginning, and then the characters who question her are always the men, and they're always put down for questioning her or trying to help her. Like Finn's always trying to help her, and she's like, "I don't need your help." And then you get an episode. Seven. This is one of my beefs with episode seven. Um, episode seven you have three heroes you have ray you have admiral holdo and then you have um um Finn. oh gosh nope no 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 um um carrie fisher's character why leia leia goodness gracious leia those are the three heroes yeah okay and the bulk of oh sorry no and you have rose Oh, dude, don't even get me started on the whole <laughs> Rose situation, dude. People bull- bullied her off Twitter. Get over yourselves. That, that's ridiculous. Yeah, because she's a great actress, and she was given a bad character, and that's not fair to her. Um, but those are your four heroes in episode seven, okay? Let's, aside from the whole, I hate how the director said, remember when J.J. Abrams made that movie and how now I'm making a sequel to that movie? I'm just going to like take every direction he set in there and run it into the mud and say just kidding we're going another direction instead um and i don't know if that was that dude's honest intent but that's how it felt by the way the guy who directed episode seven is a great director he directed knives out which no, is no no you're uh, episode eight episode eight episode seven's force Awakens. sorry forgive me yeah episode eight like, yeah uh I'm ryan ryan people. johnson yeah ryan johnson it went jj abrams ryan johnson jj abrams yeah 
Um, Ryan Johnson is a really great director. He directed Knives Out. He's made a bunch of other stuff, but the only one that I'm really familiar with that I've seen was Knives Out. Great movie. Like, he's not a bad director. Some weird, funky, bad communication, bad leadership, bad vision stuff had to happen in the making of the Disney, the Star Wars trilogies because you had good teams of people make a terrible product. And, th- like, that can only be happening because just the... The, the like the vision and the systems just must not be in place anyways one of my beasts with episode eight eight um you've got four hero characters every single one of them is a woman which is great until you see the reasons they're the hero characters because every villain in the movie is a male luke skywalker is a villain in the movie and he becomes a good guy when luke changes his mind You've got the weird Nazi redhead guy who is just a bad character. He's a villain because, well, no, it's him and Kylo Ren. They're both villains. They represent the, whatever the new version of the Empire is, right? Um, And they're just, I don't know, bad guys because bad guys. And then you have uh, Poe. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Poe Dameron. Yeah, he's the pilot. You have Poe. Moon Knight. Moon Knight, thank you. Yes. Apocalypse. That guy. He's a villain because he's he's a villain. Um, I'll explain that one more in a second. And and then you have Finn. And Finn's kind of like the, he's not the villain. He's not the hero. He's the guy discovering who the heroes are, which is like kind of rose. He's like kind of a hero. And he's, it's like his eyes are being opened to the lenses of how to like love and save the world by Rose. And that whole story arc is absolute garbage because it amounts to nothing. Um, the beef that I have with it is the guys are set up as villains, which is frustrating because it undoes the character of Luke Skywalker and everything that he stands for. It sets up Kylo Ren and redheaded Nazi guy. Those guys, fine. Let them be the villains, whatever. But you've taken two heroes, Luke, and you've made him an old, cynical... Slime drinking man. Slime drinking man who is no help whatsoever. And what he needs is a young female to rescue him and make him realize that his ways are wrong. And that like she saves the day by making Luke into a good guy again, basically. Um, And then he does some weird force power things that like aren't like whatever. Anyways. um, And then you have um, Poe. And this is the one that gets me the most. Poe is legitimately questioning the leadership of Admiral Holdo and saying, I think what we're doing right now is unwise and you're going to get us all killed. And she refuses to in any way provide any insight about like, hey, here's why I'm actually not a terrible idiot. And what we're about to do is is actually good and will actually work in whatever. And so he like has reason to say maybe we can't trust this person and in the end he gets told basically you're an idiot you should have followed my lead and she does the whole hold on maneuver where he, she light speeds into a spaceship and saves everybody right by killing herself to destroy the bad guys but then you have Finn who's going to do the same exact thing when they're down on whatever planet they're on and Rose crashes into him to basically scold him and say we in fact will not win by fighting what we hate but by fighting for what we love smoochy smoochy kiss kiss right and i have such a problem with that because they took a hero character and basically said poe you're a bad guy let holdo show you the way she's going to sacrifice her life to die 
and this is how we're going to win. But Finn, who's doing the same exact thing, no, you're wrong. Don't do that. And it's an inconsistency in like the ethic of the movie mm-hmm. um, and like draws this line between all the heroes are women, all the bad guys are guys. And it just tastes a little too much like like a little bit of virtue signaling that I'm like, I, can we at least have one dude in there who's like, I'm a sensible guy and maybe like not the bad guy. And one like female character in there who's like the care the story makes sense like that's yeah. all i want that's really what i want i want a story that makes sense fine make all the guys yeah bad guys but like make sense as bad guys i don't know maybe maybe i'm just too fragile as a male and i'm upset about it <laughs> that could be it but that's part of my beef with episode uh because no, i think like <laughs> i think like you said i think like you said with kamala khan like you you can not virtue signal and make a good show. And we talked about it with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. You cannot virtue signal and make so a good, good show. Like it's you into the Spider-Verse. You cannot virtue signal and make a good movie. Yeah. Like it's possible. Yeah. Because they do they do a good job of introducing real problems. Falcon and the Winter Soldier does that. It opens you up to look at real problems and struggles of what it is what it would be like. I imagine what it is like to be an African American and then add on to that, what do you do when you're you're following up the mantle of Captain America, the white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed dude, you know, as now I'm I'm not that. Yeah. Um, what is what is that like? But what they don't do is they don't demonize characters in the process. Yeah. They let the characters exactly. be the Bucky's characters. not a bad guy because he's white. Um, right. John Walker isn't a bad guy because he's white. Right. Like none of that. Right. None of that is there. They have... Their their characters and the stories make sense. That's what I really loved. Because at first, honestly, at first, Captain Marvel made me a little uncomfortable. And I was like, why does this make me uncomfortable? Like, obviously, this is about a character who, like, I don't, if this person were real, I don't have a friend quite like this that I'm really close to. I don't have a close friend who's uh, a young female Muslim. Um, and... I'm like, okay, that might probably be it. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, it's introducing lots of real problems that are not my regular experience. And I've, I crave getting away from it. I crave like, ooh, this makes me uncomfortable. Take me away. And the moment I recognized that, I was like, I love this. I love this because they don't bother to say, here's problems. And by the way, all these problems are caused by a particular group of people or a particular way of thinking. And the rest of the story is us teaching those people how to be better. Instead, it's like, look at all these real problems. How does our character deal with that? It's so... So good. Oh, yeah. it's so good. You, if you want it, this is my last comment. If you want a really good take on like uh, Ray's character and how she doesn't quite, um, what, what am I trying to say? How Star Wars sets Ray up for failure. There's a YouTube channel called Savage Books um, and he does a breakdown. It might be the a professional editor breaks down the rise of Skywalker. Nope, that's not it. Is it? Maybe. He's got a couple Star Wars one, but uh, Savage Books, he's an editor and he breaks down stuff. I heard him do a breakdown of why basically Ray was set up for failure and explained it across the trilogy. And it made so much sense that I was like, that this, this is literally it. her. By the time the third movie came around, there was no hope for making Ray the super, by give, there was no hope of giving her a satisfying ending um, because of how she had been set up 
for failure. So if you're into that, if you're tired of listening to me rant for probably 20 minutes, I'm so sorry, guys. I told you, don't get me going about the the sequels. <laughs> don't get me going. I haven't even talked about why I hate episode nine. Don't get me going. Do the do <sighs> the abridged version of why you hate episode nine. So you hate hate all three of the sequels. I I like to pretend I forget they exist frequently. Dang. Ky- Kylie Brutal. and I were wa- rewatching through stuff and I, we watched Kenobi and after Kenobi I'd want to watch more Star Wars and I'm just clicking through the Star Wars section on on Disney Plus and I'm like episode 1, yeah, episode 2, oof. Episode 3, oh man, remember that? Oh, 4, 5, 6, this is great. Oh, 7. Oh, oh, seven, eight, nine, eight, and nine. I forgot. Seven did indeed. I forgot these were here. I wish seven would eat nine and just get the heck out of here. Oh man, um, yeah, I don't like it. the shorter bridge version of why I don't like episode nine. Um, J.J. Abrams, he makes some good stuff, but I don't enjoy the way he does fan service, and it's very fan servicey. Um, Dude, the worst part of that whole movie. You think Kylo Ren's dead? He wakes up, kisses Ray, and then dies again. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, I get we were building the kiss, but come on, brother, come on, you d- <laughs> like, yeah. oh, he's dead. Oh no, oh, he's back. Is he alive? No, he just it was alive for the kiss, and now he's dead again. No, he oh, die. he's de- okay, cool, great. So great, great. you have that. You have the two movies before it, like to set the, the divide between seven and eight, huge." is so huge and it makes nine an impossible movie like how are you supposed to have a climactic wrap-up to a trilogy that where one movie says we're going this way and the second movie says just kidding no we're not and honestly jj abrams like i think a better movie would have been being able to say man i can't believe episode eight totally pooped on all the directions i put in place in episode seven, but now that they have the only way to wrap this up well is to follow forward with like Ryan Johnson's vision and see if I can make those legit. And unfortunately that's just, that's not what happened. He went the route of fan service and I like, I appreciate that, but also the result, he was also set up for failure. He was said they were all, they were all totally set up for failure. Um, there's some inconsistencies too. And like how force powers work. Um, the moment that Luke Skywalker's ghost catches a lightsaber, a physical lightsaber is the moment all legit star Wars fans went, they better show up and fight at the end because now they can wield lightsabers and they didn't. And we're like, what, what the heck is this? Also Ray Skywalker just happens to suddenly figure out how to force heal people. And none of the Jedi's who like, studied the force and the ways of the force for forever knew how to do that and maybe anakin skywalker would know wanna how to like do that since he was trying to save his wife from dying and that's sort of a key plot point to him becoming darth vader i don't know maybe that's a big deal but i guess because she's a palpatine i don't know oh, the single most frustrating part of that whole movie is when she calls herself skywalker also by the way i love i wanted ray's character to be so great but you don't get to choose to be somebody's family like you can't just be like i don't you choose like, to be skywalker i saw oh i saw another video somebody did like a if i were to tweak the scripts of the trilogies yeah. how would i do it i wish i could remember who did the video because it was so good and they said man wouldn't it have been cool basically to see finn not become a wasted character because he basically became a background character um to see finn uh and ray both Actually, I think it's kind of similar to what Black Cat and and uh, Batman were doing, where there are two characters wrestling with a lot of the same issues, but going different directions with it. To see Ray, who's obviously consumed with the idea of, I'm a nobody until I know who my parents are. Yeah. And Finn, 
recognizing I was, I, I was stolen from my parents to become a soldier, but I don't want to be that. So now who am I? And the both of them having a trilogy of struggling through who's my identity. And what if Ray in the process is the one who's like so undone by it. She has, she's going to the dark side. She comes along Kylo Ren for a little bit. Maybe she does learn that she's a Palpatine and it's enough for her to be like, like I am basically stuck in who my family is. And Finn represents, no, you're not. You get to choose who you want to be and the life you want to live. Because I, I literally did that by saying no to the way of, you know, the stormtroopers or whatever. Um, and he could have been this force to like really pull her to understanding I am not where I come from. Right. And I was like, ah, dude, that would have been, so so cool and instead not that they had star wars had to do that but you see a very different idea with ray basically being like i i reject like i can't possibly i can't be okay with where i come from at all and i'm just going to reject that that's where i come from at all and now i'm a skywalker it's like you that no you don't you don't get to do that like you you don't get to do that and i would have preferred a ray who finds out she's a Palpatine and has to find the good in it. How yeah. how can someone find the good in being a descendant of, you know, someone so evil? Yeah. Yes, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Oh, so amazing. But again, what are you going to do? You got to wait for the next, you got to wait for the next set of Star Wars movies. <sighs> and now I need to apologize. I'm sorry, everybody. You got my long, you had no <laughs> idea I was going to go this long. No, that was great. Um, I th- honestly, so a lot of people, Trevor, <laughs> Big Cat is going to be a big fan of this because he loves Star Wars talk. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm going to get some heater text messages the week this comes out from Trevor and almost certainly from Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many thoughts that I can't share because I'm not <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> pretty much. Dude, pretty much. Dude, there's so many. That's good, though. I mean, that's uh, a. I have similar feelings to a lot of, like I always bring it up, Batman stuff. I always yep. have similar feelings, but man. What a journey. Where do you think Star Wars goes from here? Like, obviously, they've said the next thing we do will not be Skywalker-based at all. That's over. Is yeah, what I think said. they need to leave Skywalker alone. I think they've done too much damage to Skywalker's saga. So wh- where do they go? Because obviously, there's a whole bunch of other Jedis. Like, where where do you think they go? Yeah. Do they um, go Force Unleashed kind of thing? Do they go... I love, um, honestly, the Ahsoka Tano show that's coming out. Um, I am so excited for it. Um it doesn't have to be Jedi either. That's the thing that like the Mandalorian showed really well. If you can understand just what it is to be in the Star Wars universe and find a way to tell good stories in that universe, it's going to be good. Like that's what the Mandalorian is basically. I mean, I stole this from a thumbnail on a YouTube video. Um, Back to the thumbnails. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it adequately describes what the Mandalorian is. The Mandalorian is basically a nobody character discovering he's a part of star wars you know like getting slowly pulled into everything we love getting pulled into luke skywalker getting pulled into ahsoka tano getting pulled into the vast history of the mandalorians and what that actually has to do with the clone wars and just ah it's super duper cool and yet he really doesn't care that much because we care that's good fan service. That's like, I have a character, the Mandalorian, who is not at all like, oh my gosh, it's Luke Skywalker. But that's fine, because we will be like, oh my gosh, it's Luke Skywalker. Meanwhile, Mando can be concerned about Mando things and keep 
doing the whole like, do I want to be a dad or do I want to be a bounty hunter? You know, like, and yeah. that is so awesome. Have you ever heard about the canceled Star Wars game? Uh, I think it was called something 1313. Um, it was supposed to come out in like 2012 or something, maybe. Uh, what is it? Um, Star Wars canceled game. Uh, yep. Star Wars 1313. Jimmy, search it up. It's canceled. Yeah. It's a canceled uh, bounty hunter game that was supposed to come out. Oh. Uh, when was that? I mean, it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out for PS4, so considerable amount of time ago. Uh, it was supposed to come out uh, 2013. No, Damn. no. Yeah, so something like that. But you can find video of it, of like the original gameplay, like demo and stuff like that. Sorry, everybody. That was very far away from my microphone. I just realized. <laughs> But you can find like video of it, like gameplay of it on YouTube. Like, yeah, the E3 full demo and stuff. And it was going to be Star Wars first like M-rated property. Oh, wow. And it was like a big deal because it was like, oh, M-rated Star Wars. Like, what's this going to be? Which is pretty crazy when you yeah, think about it. Like, totally. M-rated or R-rated Star Wars properties is is pretty, pretty wild. Right. So. Yep. Woof. Star Wars. Got me spiced War up, Stars. Man. War stars, stars, wars. wars Side note: stars. I found a couple things. Shout out to Zach Peterson again. We just shout people out on this podcast. Oh, this I is the shout out podcast. Man, I haven't. He heard sent. He showed me this page called Slaughter Bootlegs, who makes bootleg merchandise for things that don't have merch. Oh. So, like the one that I'm excited for, they're dropping again on Friday for Hot Rod. There's a Hot Rod <laughs> T-shirt coming out, and I just. <laughs> I'm sorry in advance, Taryn. I am going to buy that shirt. I have to. It's not an expensive shirt, so that's good. That's the name of the, the episode. I'm sorry in advance, Taryn. Yeah, I'm sorry in advance. And then there's a, there's another one that I ordered a couple weeks ago. It's not going to be out for, or it's not going to be here for another like two months. But this company called Giant House VR, they oh. make bootleg like Batman or Daredevil or all kinds of merch like that. And this Batman shirt, it has a, a cover of Batman Year One, which is all about Batman's first year as Batman, yep. obviously comic series that came that came out either in the early 2000s or the 90s there's a uh, animated movie about it it's great um but there's a quote on the back of it and it shows these panels of like it's zooming in closer and closer to bruce mm-hmm. sitting over his parents bodies and it's like uh you've you have eaten well you've eaten the city's uh, wealth its spirit um your feast is almost over from this day forward none of you are safe and it's batman breaks into this party of like gotham's elite and lets Whoa. them know like from now on, like none of you are safe from what you've done to the city, dude. Which it's just a really cool line because yeah. Batman goes and he cuts their power. He says all this from the smoke, and then he just disappears so that people can hear his voice. And yeah, that's it. he doesn't do anything. Then he just lets him know. What a terrifying creature! Yeah, he's the yeah. Batman. Yeah, it's so, it's so cool. It's so cool. How do they get away with making bootleg merchandise? Like how, is dude? That okay? I do, I don't know. I don't know how they do it because like hmm. I I don't know if anywhere on there it says. Batman, sure, or like Hot Rod, it clearly says it, and it the has like, bet. I don't, dude, I really don't know, because like bootleg was a thing that always happened back in the day with stuff like yeah, bootleg merchandise would just be made of different things. Okay, did you ever watch Rescue Rangers, like the show? Uh-uh. Did you see that they released a movie? What is Rescue Rangers? Okay, this is great. Um, I did not watch this show. It was an old Disney show with like Chip and Dale, and okay. they like led some team of people who I don't know. They rescued things, heroes, whatever. Chip and Dale are chipmunks, also not Chip and Dale's yeah, like the not, male dance yeah, not, service. Not those guys. Although they referenced that way of thinking in this movie, they made a Rescue Rangers movie, which is like, hey, what if Chip and Dale, real living creatures, um, 
were like, oh, what if we made a Rescue Rangers movie and rebooted, right? The whole reason I bring this up, um, half the plot is finding bad guys who bootleg things, who like take take care. I'm gonna. You're not going to watch this, are you? Huh. Okay. No, 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 no. You're not going to watch this. Um, I'm looking this up. Oh. To show you, like, they make different Batman shirts, but I don't know how they get away with that for, like, bootleg stuff. Yeah, I don't know either. But then again, like, another huge trend right now in fashion. I'm so sorry. I'm going to derail this for a second. No, go for it. There's a there's a bootleg industry where something that's really popular right now and expensive are the brand Gucci. Yes. Very expensive, high fashion brand. Gucci. They, um, in the 80s, people would make bootleg Gucci shirts. Oh. And they're not real. But now, if you have one of the bootleg Gucci shirts, you can make the money for like an actual Gucci shirt, like $500 for like a bootleg Gucci shirt. There's like a bunch of bootleg merchandise. There's a whole bootleg market. That's crazy. So that might be part of it. Anyways, Rescue Rangers show. Oh, Chip I was Dale. just saying, I was bored one night and I watched the movie. They came out with a movie. It's on Disney Plus now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sure, why not? This looks like a satire, basically. And mm-hmm. John Mulaney is uh, one of the lead voice actors and I love it. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, you got to listen to it or you got to watch it. John it's really Lee. funny. Anyways, half the half the plot is them realizing th- like friends of theirs are getting kidnapped and being like taken. It's actually really sad. It's like what if animated characters were trafficked and forced to make bootleg stuff? Have you ever seen Who Framed like, Roger oh Rabbit? I love that movie so much. That sounds much. like new age Who Framed Roger yeah, Rabbit. It's that. Dude, it is that. Ro- who it Framed Ro- that. Roger Rabbit in incredible movie it's so good it's so good we could have a whole other oh. podcast about that dude oh also side note for you Lightyear oh. is now on uh disney plus i saw that i saw it today kian started watching it i don't know oh, what really? he thought about it um i'm curious to watch it though have you seen it no i saw the first oh, little snippet and it okay. looks beautiful i mean as most it pixar is. movies do it's a beautifully animated and movie. it tells you what the movie's about it says uh something about andy and this was his favorite movie yes which i'm like they Ooh, opened that's that so really cool well. you know what was really sad they came they opened up with uh before the movie was in theaters they had a disney plus thing called beyond lightyear yes which was them talking about the making of lightyear and was full of spoilers <laughs> for real yeah for real they like start explaining certain things and i was like uh i didn't know that uh i don't know uh i'm gonna stop watching this now because interesting i don't wanna i mean i don't think they gave away the whole plot but it was enough that i was like whoa it was before it was in theaters though yeah Oh yeah, because I saw or that maybe w- right as it came out in theaters. Yeah, but and that's very presumptuous of them. It is very presumptuous. I'm sure you've seen our movie. Now watch this thing. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen our movie that came out mm, today at 7 p.m. Yeah, let's drop it on Disney Plus. That's the other thing I forget about is Pixar movies are actually made kind of geared towards children, and uh, sometimes I'll watch them. Yeah, and I did. We went. Kylie and I went and saw this one, and all the previews for, were for like kids' movies. Yeah. Most people what were your thoughts of Lightyear? I haven't heard many people's thoughts on it. So, <sighs> um, it's an entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. It's fun to see the connections between the Toy Story show world. The, yeah. yeah, because there's lore about Buzz Lightyear yep. that the Toy Story movies give you mm-hmm. that they do put in this movie. There's fun little Easter eggs. Like you remember in Toy Story two when uh, this isn't a spoiler at all, but in Toy Story two. When Zerg pops out of his box, yes, right, and he starts chasing after Buzz Lightyear, and the camera takes you to the back of Zerg's head, where you see like this little peephole, and you look in through the peephole, and now you can see through like Zerg mm-hmm. vision, and it's all colored red, right? Yep. There is a moment in the Lightyear movie where you get to see the back of Zerg's head, like the actual mm-hmm. Zerg, and he's got these markings on the back of his head that are identical to the markings of the back That's of the awesome. Zerg toy. There's a, ton- a lot of little references like that. That are like a hundred percent nods to the Toy Story movies that are just fun, and I, I love that they did it. So it's entertaining. 
Um, it's not going to wow you with its plot. Yeah. Um, but it's fun and it's a well animated movie. Good. So I'll probably watch it at some point. Probably with my children. If you liked Toy Story, I think you should watch it. Just movie that I didn't realize was not in my life until I saw it a couple years ago with my son and now mm-hmm. my daughter loves it. Big Hero 6. Oh, it's yeah. an incredible movie. It's good. And it's very really well good. done. It's very good. Yep. And the way they make you connect to Baymax and oh, then that whole Baymax. last scene with Baymax. Obviously, Baymax <sighs> comes back, but that whole last scene with Baymax is holy crap. I am not fast. I love Baymax. Yeah. I love it so much. In other news, Cars is coming out with a series on Disney+. Yep, Plus. I did see that. I did see that, that looks... It does sound like Owen Wilson's voice, at least. It does. <laughs> I really hope it's Owen Wilson's voice. All I want is just more of Owen Wilson in Loki. That's it. He is? I don't want him to make anything He's else. He's in se- season two. It's weird that his name is Mobius. Mobius. It's Mobit. Oh, my god! It's Mobin time. It's Mobin time. <laughs> the, better, be- the better of the Beuses wow. in the Disney, Sony... Something or other universe. Something or other thing you're going to do, Bob. Yep. As long as you never watch Morbius. Just don't watch Just Morbius. Just don't watch anybody. it. I still haven't seen Have you seen Morbius? No, I okay, won't. Good. I'm not going to watch it. Good. That's garbage. How dare... Whatever. I've seen a lot I of reviews about Morbius. There's this guy who I follow on YouTube whose name is Eddie Burback, and he went and saw <laughs> Morbius uh, every day one week. Burback. Yeah. Every that's day. That's like... That should be a crime He went Monday... Sunday, Sunday to Sunday. That is his punishment. He He's went, clearly a criminal. Somebody made him do that. He talked it's more about penance. the movie every... I'll send you the video because it's pretty funny to hear him talk about it. He's <laughs> like, I don't want to go alone anymore. And so... And dude, the funniest thing he said is he's like, I don't want to give this movie any money. So right. I buy tickets to a movie I actually like. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <gasps> dude, I need to... Josiah and text me said I so need to see that. He, he said he bought tickets to that and then he would sneak into Morbius <laughs> every time. <laughs> so he wasn't giving Morbius any money. Oh my gosh. And so it's a very funny video. Did you know, man, we're over on time, but whatever. Did you know that like box offices, the first two weeks that a movie comes out, all the ticket sales like go to the box office. None of it goes to the theaters. Interesting. Yes. So the only reason I know that is because when Endgame came out, Disney like put pressure on movie theaters saying, we want a month of wow. sales we want in not two weeks we want a month of sales and there were theaters that were saying we cannot show your movie because we will go out of business we can't afford to not take ticket profits Dang. for those extra two weeks which makes so much sense mm-hmm. why concessions are so freaking expensive yeah because the ticket sales are not going to the theater the majority of the time Dang. by the time two weeks goes by like is that with every movie too i think so wow that's a guess though do your own research kids do your own research. research. You know what movie I need to go back and watch? Ah, the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Seen it twice. Need to see it the third time. Yeah, I need to go back and watch it. There's a lot of movies again. I need to go back and watch. I need to go back and watch Hot Rod again. If you haven't seen Hot Rod, everybody, go watch Hot Rod. I haven't seen Hot Rod. Oh my goodness! If you like Andy Samberg at all, yeah, he's funny. You will like he that movie. Funny. Okay, I'm telling. It's it's a stupid. It is a good movie, Cole. There's a little bit of a story, but it's a movie that you can There's genuinely just you can genuinely just unplug your brain, and it's funny. Okay, it's like classic humor. There's there's a realm of like wow, those were funny movies. Emphasis on were funny, where I put like uh, pretty much anything by Adam Sandler. Yep, and um um do 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 vote for Pedro. Um, oh, Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Um, I tried to watch, not Hot Rod, I tried to watch whatever the one is with Fat Camp and... Uh, heavyweights. Heavyweights. Yep. Tried to watch Heavyweights, just couldn't do it. I know. And I'm I realizing understand. these were funny. 
And I still can find humor in heavyweights, I but also <laughs> I've seen it so many times. So, many t- so I, I'm just not there yet. Maybe biased. I need to grow my muscles of watching. No, watch heavyweights and watch another movie. A lot of people forget existed. Accepted. I don't know if you ever saw Accepted. I've never. It's where no. Justin Logan and his friends create a fake college. What? Watch Accepted. Okay. It is a very funny movie. Okay. And I'm not kidding. Cole, I'm going to ask you this and we can end on this. Okay. What is the movie that you have seen more than any other movie in your life? Mm, Prince of Egypt and or El Dorado. The Road to El Dorado. You've seen those more than any other movie? I would go to sleep to those movies all the time for like a year and a half. <laughs> but like, let's say start to finish movie. Um, you've seen start to finish more than any other movie. My answer will surprise you. Probably. I'm going to... I'm a lean heavily on middle school Cole who watched Spider-Man 2 all Ooh, the time. Ooh, okay. Do you want to take a guess at what my most viewed movie is? Start to finish. Start most to viewed finish. movie. Uh, Disney's The Aristocats. That's hilarious. <laughs> I wouldn't have picked that. No, it is the movie Accepted. Is it really? There was a summer, my friends and I, and I'm not kidding, every day we watched that movie. Whoa. Every single, I don't know why, every day we watched that movie. Dude. Every day. Okay. And probably start to finish, I've seen that movie more than any other movie. I'm pretty sure um, our good friends, uh, Colin and Corey McCracken and Austin Edelman and Judd Shermer, Mm -hmm. back from the NC days, uh, our sophomore, well, my, our, me and them, their sophomore year of college, uh, they were all dorm roomies. And Mm -hmm. like every Saturday or something, they would watch um, Bench Warmers. That movie, I had never seen it. I watched it with them. It's a great like, movie. That is hilarious. It's a great movie. That, 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 that's a movie that I feel like that should fit in the was funny category, but for some reason, it's still funny. Still yeah, it's fun. so Hot Rod kind of falls in that category. Okay. I feel like, and Hot Rod, it's 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 funny, dude. It's just funny. There's so many things in there. The, the cast is incredible. Like Andy Samberg, the two other guys from Lonely Island, Jorma Tacone and Akiva something. Yeah. He's in it for a short time. Sure. Bill Hader. Um... Danny McBride. Yeah. Uh, who else? Um, who else is in the movie? Uh, Will Arnett oh, okay. is in the movie. There's so many people who are in the movie that it is, dude, it's hysterical. Okay. Like, just for Bill Hader's character alone, and just some of the scenes that you wouldn't think would stick out to you, there's one scene specifically where they're dancing in a gas station parking lot. It's hysterical. And it's about 90 seconds. Okay. And it's so funny. <laughs> there's a cool bean segment. I won't give you any more than that. Cool, cool bean, <laughs> Cool bean scene. Okay. So funny. Great. The opening of the movie, the soundtrack to the movie. Wow. Chef's kiss. We should have just. Get, I, I'll need. This is hot rod. I'm gonna watch. I, you, you know what? I'll, I'll watch it before we record next. I will watch it, and then we can discuss hot rod. That's it. It's finally here, guys. The hot rod cast. The 2022. hot rod cast. That's it. And then you can pitch this to your dads who really love cars, and they'll think it's about those kind of hot rods. <laughs> it's not. It's about the movies. So we got gotcha. you. <laughs> Well, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Um, also, I'm so sorry you had to listen to me rant about Star Wars. I got going. Sorry if <laughs> Cole, I offended It's okay. Anybody. Cole's going to go to restoration about Star Wars. Or said anything offensive to women. Um, I got spicy about episode eight there for a little bit. Um, yeah. I just... Star Wars. I have such high expectations for it, and I really yeah. need to let it go. I just need to let Star Wars live its life. Let it go. And be who it wants let to it be. Go. And let go of my expectations. Can't hold it back anymore. Yep. That's it. Star Wars. So yeah send us more stuff if you want us to talk about anything we'll eventually make yeah. our way to it and who knows maybe if i go to target tonight with my kids maybe you'll get the first double po- hey you'll hey. get a double post on our instagram but also you'll get noah's toy review in target there and maybe go. featuring my son which is honestly <gasps> my son and daughter are the reason people talk to me <laughs> 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 <So>. <laughs> they're 
there there's a hierarchy in my house it's probably tied right now between uh my son and my daughter nora and kian and then uh so i said those backwards kian is my son nora is my daughter um it's probably tied between them and then it's taryn and then it's usually like anything else in our house all of our possessions the garbage cans our cars um and then me somewhere near the bottom <laughs> usually there's there's a song there's a song by um country singer brad paisley paisley um it's called topsoil you need to listen to it it's good it's one of my favorite songs so i know about country because i think this is from country and then we'll end on this uh there's a line from a country song that's like blame it on my roots i showed up in my boots so i picture on instagram somebody made crocs into boots they're cowboy crocs (laughs) Uh, and it says blame it on my roots i showed up in my croots uh noah are we still friends i you know honestly every week we ask this question and i think we've only gotten to be more friends i agree i think we've grown as friends tune in uh to our third podcast series where cole and noah uh talk about how to be friends cole and noah teach you how to be friends yep that's it that's it right there all right everybody thanks for listening to our my roots showed up in my (laughs) crates